0: to part two of money, finance, pricing and values. So last week I talked about pricing in a values based business and I'll drop the link in the show notes if you didn't catch that one. This week I want to talk about money, finance, goals and values and particularly um, how to maybe reduce any kind of rub between the idea of having like values based goals and finance or money based goals or to talk about um, I suppose what can come up in that space. And so the first thing that I want to, um, talk to is that values themselves are not, um, universal, right? So your values are your values and my values are my values. And we might have overlap and maybe some of the words and the values that we use are similar, but our values are our own. So that's the first piece to really, um, I suppose just really emphasise because sometimes I see posts or information on things like ethical business or values-based businesses – and it's almost like, say, when we use the word ethical business, like there's a shared understanding of ethics um, or like a certain kind of universal kind of code of ethics that um, are quote-unquote good and right, quote-unquote. Um, and one, you know, that's tipping into supremacy kind of culture characteristics. So that's something to be mindful of, thinking about things being the good way or a right way. The other thing is is that all... Um, all businesses are ethical. All businesses are run by a set of ethics. All businesses are values-based. All businesses are run by a set of values. It's just whose values are they? And I will put the link in the show notes to the podcast episode on whose values, so you can check that out um, to kind of go a bit deeper into that. But basically, if somebody is doing things that maybe don't align with your values, it doesn't mean it's not values based. It's just not your values that that business is based in. Um, so people out there doing things that maybe feel like, you know, to me, a little bit shady, a little bit sketchy doesn't mean they're not aligned with her values. I mean, maybe they're not, maybe the people are doing that stuff just haven't taken the time to kind of check in, etc. or maybe they know what they're doing and it's completely aligned with their values, you know, so I can't, I can't say. So really just want to emphasize that point, that all businesses are values-based. All businesses are ethical. It's just whose ethics, whose values are they? And so what I want to really bring home is that we're talking about your values-based business. So when I'm talking about this idea of finance and monies, money, etc., it's about you. It's about your values and how it lines up. And what that looks like for you and your business might be, and will be, probably very different than what it could look like for me and my business and somebody else and their business and their values. So that's a really important piece to keep in mind. There's not like one certain set of values that um, around money or finances that we all should have, etc. So it's about what are your values um, and getting clear on those. Um, and I will also link to the um, part one of the values-based Um, finding your values kind of series that I did a few weeks ago um, so that you can run through those. There was three parts to that. So if you haven't started on the kind of process of finding your values, head over, head to the show notes and check that one out. Um, And there's three parts to that and basically steps you through the process that I use. Obviously, if you want more support um, or somebody to kind of hold your hand a little bit or be a sounding board, you know, shout out. Um, So you need to know your values, because if we're thinking about values and finance and goals and money, it needs to be based in your values. Um, So that's the first piece. Okay. So once you are clear on your values, then we can really look at what's going on for you. So in business, it's very common to have money based goals or finance goals. Um, And if you're in business, you are probably in it, and if you're hanging around here having these conversations with me, you're probably in it for more than money, but money is highly likely to be a big part of your the reason you're in business, right? Um, so let's really get clear on that. We are not out here running nonprofits. We're not out here volunteering our time because those avenues are available to us if we want to. Um, If we're in business, if you're in business, then there is a money aspect to it, a money element to it. Now, what that is for you is going to be different than what it might be for me or what it might be for somebody else. So that's cool. But let's just be really clear on that. And let's be really clear that we are we can talk about money and um, and values and also at the same time we exist in a capitalist system. We exist in a system where we need money to meet our needs, our basic human needs of shelter, of food, like, you know, buying food, um, and sometimes even some of the needs around connection and belonging. So money is based on our system and, and the values of the system that we exist in outside of our own businesses and our own value set, um, we need, you know, we need money to survive within it, right? So let's be clear on that. Um, unless you've created a completely different alternate system of bartering and community and other things, um, for most of us, that's the reality. So the first piece is, is meeting your... F- Needs financially. Um, so, knowing you're enough, knowing those kind of numbers, and really getting clear on that. So, because um, and I talked about it last week in the pricing episode, and I've talked about it in other episodes as well. But when we don't feel safe or secure, uh, or when there's any scarcity around money, it is very hard to act in alignment with our values. It's very hard to ground back in our values if our security, our sense of safety, and security are feeling threatened for whatever reason. So that's the really first point. So before you're thinking about um, big picture money goals or things like that, the main, the first step is to you know, pay the bills, cover the expenses and have security and safety around money. And knowing what feels safe and what kind of, income or financial goal or kind of you know what what benchmark you're looking for around money um, to create that sense of safety and security for you because with that sense of safety and security around lots of things connection belonging but also around finances around money you can more easily ground in your values if you feel scarcity if you feel unsafe if you feel insecure um, in your financial situation it's going to impact on how easily and accessible it is to ground into your values so that's really important to note so making sure that we're covering those bases or we have a plan at least right to cover those bases or to move towards that and so businesses will often have or it's encouraged to have goals around finance so the one of the things that I really want to um, just put out there is that you don't have to have financial goals for your business might sound a little bit controversial I know, Um, but it doesn't, your value, um, your goals in your business don't have to be based on money. Once you've met, you know, once you've kind of, you know, covered the expenses of the business or met, met your financial needs, there doesn't have to be money goals around like, you know, increase revenue by X dollars a month, make X dollars, you know. $11 $11 billion a year or whatever it might be. You know, you don't necessarily have to have growth goals around money. You don't have to have growth goals also. Let me just plant that seed. It's I'm not going to get into that tangent. I might probably do an episode around that. We can uh, have goals in our business of contentment, of, of staying in place, of of reaching a sustainable, contented, regenerative space. Um, so we don't actually always having have to have growth goals. Traditional now, there's nothing wrong and I definitely want to make that clear as well. I'm not saying that you shouldn't. I'm just really putting it out there that the traditional kind of ideas and conversations or mindset stuff, of, you know, kind of cultural stuff around business, around hustle culture, around entrepreneurship, around side hustles, etc., is always more, right? It's always like hit that goal and then get another one. And that applies to money goals as well so hit that revenue goal right make another revenue goal make more money um, get more clients etc and you don't have to have a goal of more a goal of growth in your business so let me just plant that seed so that seeds planted and we can water it if you like a little bit in further future podcast episodes but let's just plant that seed for now now if you do have goals around money and you want to have goals around money, maybe they're motivating for you. Maybe you have particular things you are wanting to achieve and they take money. So maybe you've got some goals. What often can feel more aligned with values or can reduce that disconnect or that kind of rub that can come up with thinking, I'm trying to run a values-based business and then I'm over here focusing on increasing my revenue by X, like do they match up or is it is there a disconnect? So once we've gotten rid of like that, initial, you know, if we've met our needs, we're thinking about financial goals. And even when you are working towards your needs, you know, meeting your financial needs is to think about what is the money in aid of. So rather than setting arbitrary or maybe not arbitrary, maybe they're very much well calculated, but rather than setting goals around like numbers or particular um, percentage increases, etc. Um, I kind of feel like, and maybe the, non, um, the non-diet the non kind of um, professionals listening along will... We'll, we'll find this too, but I kind of feel like it's like that focusing on like a weight loss goal or a number, you know, I want to lose X percent of body weight or, you know, increase my body, you know, reduce my body fat percentage by this or reduce my total weight by this many numbers and focusing on that number one, it doesn't give us any idea about like, well, how are you going to do it? Like I'm going to increase my revenue by 10 K a month. Let's just say, I'm just going to use some random numbers. I'm going to increase my number of clients by X number of clients. It's kind of like that it's, it's not really a behavior. So having a goal around an outcome, it's not a process. So one, it's kind of like we can't, we, the thing we have impact on or the thing where we have choices is around the process, around what we do. So if we're setting a goal around a number, I want to increase my revenue by X percent. I want to earn X dollars a month. It's like saying, I want to lose X kilos. It's like, yeah, we could get there and we know there's all these different things we can do, but we kind of have no, actually, we don't really have control over that. I mean, control's an illusion anyway. And I'll link to that podcast episode for you if you want to check it out. Um, but if we shift it and think about two different ways, when, particularly around money, one is what's the process? So what's the process we can shift that is most likely to increase revenue that we're aiming for right or what's the because a lot of the times these these goals are just like kind of plucked out of thin air and like there's nothing wrong with plucking a goal out of thin air but why not think about the process like how do you get to that goal if you want to increase revenue what gets you revenue in your business what's the process what are the things you do if you um track things in your business or if you just know like if you go on podcast episodes and you do guest interviews you get this many thing if you do um if you just put out an ask on social media, maybe that increases intake by X amount. Um, maybe doing a free webinar, you know, when you do a free webinar or a paid webinar, whatever it might be. Like, you know, there's um, if you've been in business for a while or if you've been doing things, you know that there's certain things that would increase are likely to increase revenue in your business. So having goals around those can be much more realistic. So rather than have increase revenue by X, you might have run X number of webinars over the next quarter and you know that that is going to increase the likelihood of increasing revenue or reach out to five other health professionals um, or referral potential like referral collaborators and you know that if your biggest stream of clients is through referrals then that might be much more effective as a goal than increase my revenue by 10k or whatever xk. Um, so thinking about what's the process. So that's one piece. The other piece around goals around money is thinking about what is the money in aid of or what value does it move you towards? So when you are thinking, if you are setting goals around like kind of neat numbers, example, um, rather than say making, you know, X, XK a month or, you know, making some dollars, any dollars. If you're very new in business, sometimes it's just making my first sale. Like that's a good goal. Um, but it might be like thinking about what is that money in aid of? So maybe it's not just necessarily making X dollars for growth, but maybe it's making X dollars so I can take the school holidays off with my kiddos. Maybe it's making X dollars so I can offer so many pro bono spots. Um, Maybe it's making X dollars so that I can dot, 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 fill in the blank. What is the money in aid of? When you, if you were to increase your money, your revenue by a certain amount, what would you do with it? What values does it move you towards? What actions would that enable that moves you towards your values? So that you're thinking around how increasing money or having goals around increasing money actually aligns with your values. Now, if we're talking about pre- If we're looking at um, meeting needs, um, then we're thinking we come back to the idea or the the premise, the foundation of a human-centred business. A human-centred business takes care or centres the humans. The humans you work with, the humans you collaborate, but also you, the human. And meeting your needs is a really important part of a human-centred business. So the values or the 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 values that it moves you towards to actually make revenue to actually meet your needs um, is, you know, moving, it's like very foundational. So it's foundational to a human-centred business. So it does need to meet the needs of the humans or attempt to at least, um, that, you know, to move you towards that. Like you can't meet really the only, the only person's needs, let's be honest, the only one's needs that you can kind of really meet are your own. Um, but you can have, you know, strategies and things, you know, to centre the the needs and the the requirements of other humans. But if we're thinking about it from that point of view, human-centred business, you are one of the humans meeting your financial needs is part of having a human-centred business. It's not a human-centred business if you, as one of the humans involved in this business, are not getting your needs met, if you are getting burnt out, if you are getting, you um, Overworked. if you are not hardly paying the bills, um, but giving all of yourself to other humans involved in this business. So that's a really important part of it. And then when you have met your needs, and if you are looking at growth-based goals around money, for example, one, remember, you don't have to have growth-based goals. You can have contentment, sustainable, regenerative, keeping still goals. Um, or you can think about those goals around, rather than having them just a number, which might not always feel in align with your values is looking at well what is the process that moves me towards my values or what is that money in aid of that moves me towards my values and so you can think about it in those different angles. Now if we're thinking about balancing that need to make a sale or like need to make that x kind of revenue and your values we come back to that foundational concept or that foundational Piece, that a human-centered business takes care of the human running the business and takes care of the needs of the human running a business, that's you. And one of your needs when existing in a capitalist society, which is what we exist in, is unfortunately that you need money to meet your basic human needs, right? And therefore, a human-centered business is ones that one that provides the revenue for you to do that. If you are not getting your basic needs met around finances, or if you are not Feeling safe and secure around finances, it's going to be very hard to stay grounded in your values. Okay, so we need to remove that financial scarcity or create a space for financial security in your business or outside of it. So maybe that means a part-time job. Maybe that means um, really getting, um, you know, running a magnifying glass over expenses, over over things going on in your lifestyle. And you know, I don't mean cutting out you know, cutting out the avocado toast. Um, But I mean just thinking about like what are the things, you know, that maybe where you would be wanting to cut back on expenses to enable you to be doing just to be focusing on your business or maybe it's accepting that at the moment to feel safe and secure in my business, to be able to stay in my values in my business, I need a part-time job, I need extra income, I need side income while I build it or forever. My very first, um, just to give a personal example, my very first iteration of private practice being in business with myself back in 2007, um, I was part-time. I worked as a contract dietitian for defence for the military in Australia, for my overseas listeners, and part-time I had my own business. And it was great because I could just find my no, I could stay in my values because I was covering my bills with the part-time job. And I would highly recommend it to anyone. And it does not mean you're any less in business because you have a part-time job. Your business, you build it however you want, however supports you to feel safe and secure, however supports you to get your needs met. And if that means your business is part of your financial stream, income stream and there's other things that add, add to your financial income stream, then go for it. And maybe that's for a short period of time as you set up. Maybe that's for a long period of time. Maybe that's forever. It doesn't mean that you are any lesser business owner if you have your income coming from other streams okay so let's just put that out there your business doesn't have to be the only source of income for you and in fact if it means that you can give yourself more security and stability in which you can ground in your values then I would say if if you can get more security and and around that then I would say through like having another income stream then absolutely do that only you can know whether you need that extra income stream from a point of view of having that real sense of security or whether it is a bit more of a safety net or whether it's maybe you know a bit of fear holding you in that only you can answer that and look even if it is that even if it is a little bit feeling a bit you know scared to let go, who cares hold on hold on to for when you need hold on until it feels uncomfortable and you and you and you let go. I often um, I was just actually talking to one of my really good friends on the weekend talking about parenting stuff and her little one, her littlest baby at the moment is waking up every hour and a half, you know, and for all the parents out there, you, you, you probably get this, you know, you you can feel, feel that one. Um, And we'll just talk about it, you know, and she was saying, oh, I've, I've gotten, I've let it get in this, I've done it and my advice to her and my advice always to myself or to any parent was always do what works until it doesn't work anymore. And then do something different. And the same goes in business. Do what works. And the same goes like, you know, if you've got a part-time job or whatever, or if you're holding on to a job to help yourself feel safe and secure before you can jump into business. Do what works until it doesn't work and then do something different. Don't beat yourself up about that. Okay, so we're hitting the 20-minute mark. So I want to, I'm just having a quick squeeze at my notes, So the main things that I want to recap is, um, yeah, you know, to stay in our values, we need to feel safe and secure around money. So do get things in line that create that for you. And sometimes it's worth in there, like, you know, scratching away on whether it's real or perceived. Sometimes we have the real, like we've crunched the numbers, and yes, I actually need to earn X amount more to cover the bills. And sometimes it's a feeling, like a... You know it's never enough, or it's never you know when we haven't necessarily looked at that. So, definitely look at your enough, look at your numbers, like crunch your numbers. It is a really important part of knowing you're enough and creating that space you can ground, feel safe and secure around money, and then grounding your values from there. So, doing that, remembering planting that seed that you don't have to have growth goals for your business you don't have to have financial goals i don't know how many business coaches are out there giving that advice you know i'm a bit of a (laughs) coach with a difference or a dietitian with a difference um and but i but i stand by that i don't have financial goals in my business myself personally and i'm not saying you don't have to because i don't i just mean like run your business how you want run your business in your values run your business with the goals that work for you Run your business in a way that works for you. My business, I don't really have many goals, not because I don't have goals, but really my business is really based on connecting to my values and connecting to my body and connecting to what's going on in my life and like tilting into what I need to do. And that is kind of how I'm running my business at the moment. So I won't go too far on a tangent on that one, but yeah, just to say you don't have to have growth goals. You don't have to have finance goals. Um, You can and absolutely, there's, they can exist alongside your values. You can be values-based and you can also be have goals and things around money and around finances. What I would encourage, though, is to think about what is that money in aid of in relation to your values? Like having that money, what, part, what value does it move you towards or what action does it enable which moves you towards your values? And then also... The other piece being, what is the process of that? So maybe it's rather than having like earn X money, earn increase income by X percent, is thinking about what's the process, or what are the things that actually support that happening, and focusing on those as goals or strategies versus you know numbers that we sometimes you know, particularly in the traditional business world. I'm not saying you're pulling them out your ass, but numbers that just get pulled out of people's ass, like increase by this percent every quarter. And that's what a successful business looks like because you can redefine success for your business and your values. So that's what I wanted to say about that. Um, Oh, one more thing that I had down, and I feel like this was a quote from somewhere and I've written this down, or maybe this was me paraphrasing, Um, but we don't have to, bear the costs of a faulty system so when it comes to running your business in a values aligned way it comes back to what i was saying before around you you are a, the foundation of this is running a human-centered business and you are one of the humans so meeting your needs is a non-negotiable right and you don't have to bear the cost of a faulty system the system we lived in we live in existing and run our businesses in is faulty I mean, it's working actually to plan, but it's faulty as far as being human. It's not human-centred, right? And so you don't have to bear the cost of that. So ensuring that you're taking care of your needs, ensuring you're creating a business which gives you safety and security or a sense of um, and meets your other needs for connection, for belonging, for whatever other needs that you have from for your business. So hopefully that gives you a little bit of food for thought. Um, If you've got any questions around that, then let me know. I'm always here to deepen, um, you know, to keep the conversation going or continue it. So please feel free to send me an email, laura at dietitianvalues.com or head over to Instagram at dietitianvalues and we can continue the conversation over there, either under the post, the podcast post or via DMs. So if you've got questions, let me know. Hopefully this lands. Oh, and I would just like to ask a small favour. If you've been enjoying the podcast, um, to please jump onto your podcast player of choice and give this um, a rating or subscribe. I think, I don't know which one, if you could do both, that'd be great. Subscribe and give it a little rating. I can't remember which one makes it found more. I think it's subscribe. Anyway, if you've got capacity, if you feel called to, then please um, feel free to subscribe slash rate the podcast to increase the, yeah, just to get it, get it moving further out and hopefully um, planting seeds for more human-centered values-driven health professionals who want to do things differently for themselves and for the humans they work with. Okay, that's it for me. I hope your week is going well. And until next time, bye for now. Much for listening. I really appreciate you and the time you've given to me. If you like what you heard, please share it with your dietitian besties and subscribe on your platform of choice. Want more like this? Come follow along and continue the combo on Instagram where I hang out at Dietitian Values. I'm so grateful for you and the opportunity to connect. Have a good one. Catch you next time on the Dietitian Values Podcast. The Dietitian Values Podcast is recorded on the unceded lands of the Ngambri and Ngunnawal people. I pay my respects to the elders past, present, and emerging.